0: Get equipped. Hey, everybody. Good evening. It is uh, March 24th, and this is episode 35 of the Get Equipped podcast. My name is Cody, and as always, I'm joined by Cassidy. Cass, how you doing tonight? I'm all right. What you drinking tonight?
1: Ooh, tonight is an orange wheat beer from Tailgate Brewery in Nashville, Tennessee. Nice.
0: Nashville's got a lot of good beer. Yeah, I, I, so does. To-
1: so does uh, where I am right now, uh, yes. which you you can find out
0: if you follow all the clues. In the ether. Um, and of course, also joining us tonight is Sophie. Soph, how's it going?
2: I got a haircut the other day.
0: Yeah, it looks really good. I saw it on Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, she looks, looks really like Lady from DMC3 now. Just gothed up. I, I kind of love that. Uh, I don't know anything about DMC, uh, but I really <laughs> like... I know. I really love all the character designs, though. <laughs> I really do. And um, hey, welcoming him onto the show for the first time, uh, I'd like to welcome
3: Clint. How are you doing today, bud? Hey, I'm doing good. Worked like 12 hours today, so I'm uh, just relaxing down with some pizza. That sounds awesome, uh, <laughs> really and truly. Uh, so, Clint, do you want to uh, tell the uh, the
0: lovely listeners at home uh, who
3: you are and what you do? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you said, I'm Clint. Uh, I'm a Kind of a fellow podcaster. I've got a couple of podcasts on my own. Uh, Hindsight, where I talk about old games. And then uh, Alter Narratives, I co-host with a friend. Uh, and then that podcast, we just talk about fictional worlds and what could have been done differently. Uh, basically, just coming up with different narratives for stuff. Uh, so, I do that. And then uh, I also stream on Twitch. I've been playing through the Mega Man games, uh, which I think you guys are vaguely familiar with? Yeah, just a little bit. I've heard of them. <laughs> so I just finished Mega Man 2, I think last night, I was playing through it. Mm-hmm. I tuned in for a little bit of that stream. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh,
0: like I know you like Mega Man from a almost non-platforming point of view, so how's the platforming
3: Mega Man's been treating you so far? Platforming games are pretty good. Uh... Yeah, like, I grew up on Legends and Battle Network. Yeah! I did grow up on the Zero games, too. So, like, GBA was where it was at for me when hey, I came to Hey, you were Mega born Man. in the darkness. <laughs> I will gladly stay there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, when we, fair enough. Yeah, well, we got a Mega Man game every week. Imagine that. <laughs> so, but yeah, that is, that is awesome. Uh, highly recommend checking those out. Uh, but yeah, so... Tonight, we've actually got a pretty um, divisive topic. Uh, This is going to be the first segment of what we are calling Get Equipped Versus, where we take two fairly comparable games and we pit them against each other. If you saw the Twitter poll earlier this week uh, at the time of recording, then you probably know which games we're going to be talking about tonight. Tonight, we are going to be pitching Skyrim against Breath of the Wild. Now... I want to preface this by saying I like both of these games a lot. And uh, the way that this is going to work is we're going to break it down into uh, three separate categories. We're going to talk about the presentation that each game brings to the table. That's going to include visuals, uh, just, you know, the soundtrack, the overall presentation that the, the game brings to you just from the get go. Uh, then we're going to break it down with gameplay, talking about how the combat of each each game works, how the how the puzzles work, how the physics work, how the combat works and kind of figure out which one does it a little bit better there. And that's also going to include stuff like quest lines, because that is a big deal with both of these games. And then finally, we're going to talk about the world that each of these games brings. And that's going to also encompass the story, because both of these games do a lot of environmental storytelling. So gonna really dive into that. And then, of course, we're going to give our final thoughts on, uh, on each game and we're going to vote. We're going to vote which game that we think would win (laughs) and uh, the Twitter poll is going to act as the fifth vote so that there we will be we'll be leaving with a uh, with a defined winner. So let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to talk about the presentation of Skyrim and Breath of the Wild. Um, So it's I'll, I'll go ahead and start the presentation of these games is especially with Breath of the Wild is a little bit of a mixed bag. Um depending on which version of Skyrim you're playing it it has aged a little bit but it it also has uh some of the jankiest animations that I've ever seen <laughs> in a game and that's kind of the the Bethesda Bethesda special at this point. Uh you can see characters kind of bugging out everywhere but still overall the 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 presentation's very clean every line is voice acted the music is good um it's I like it, but I also really like the color palette of Breath of the Wild, how vibrant the world is. Um, I would have liked to have seen more voice acting, even if the voice acting in Breath of the Wild as it stands is not the best. Uh, but it was nice to see that, and nice to see Zelda kind of moving a little bit forward into the, uh, into the future. So, I don't know which way I land, which one that I like better, but... Um, Clint, since you are our guest, I'll go ahead and let you uh, kind of go
3: with it. Presentation wise, Breath of the Wild in Skyrim. So, presentation wise, I think is really interesting because uh, both of the games open the exact same way.
0: Hey, you're finally with your awake.
3: Main character. <laughs> yeah, just waking up and uh, beginning their adventure. <clears throat> uh, and I think that's really cool. I love kind of the slow start. Uh, and the tutorialization of both games. I think they're done really well uh, to kind of lead you in, get you set in a direction, and get you set up for the rest of the game. Uh, so I think that's really good. I think that uh, Skyrim does a little bit better job setting you up for the overarching story than Breath of the Wild does. But Breath of the Wild also, you know, leaves that. So you can discover it on your own. So, uh, I think that kind of depends on where you lean. I think both of them work. Uh, both of them are good and definitely function the way they were intended. So, uh, that's that's kind of what I had as far as the story and the presentation. So, yeah, they kind of get you going in the right in the right
0: direction. Um, like Breath of the Wild, it's kind of hard. To, we'll talk. We'll get more into the story about both of these games when we get right into the world. We'll get a little bit more in depth of that. Um so visually which one do you think does a better
3: job overall? I know it's kind of hard to compare wise. Yeah, I was thinking about this kind of a lot uh just preparing for it. Uh and Breath of the Wild is very much a presentational experience uh which kind of leads into a lot of the feelings I have about the game. Uh, but, like, visually, thematically, narratively, it's really, really gorgeous. Uh, and that would be a point that would be very hard to dispute. I mean, the game is just breathtaking so often with all of the vistas and everything that you can discover. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, Sophie,
0: how about you? Overall thoughts on presentation.
2: Presentation-wise, um, I really like how both games kind of set you up for um, what would come just shortly after, just straight into the game, um, where Skyrim kind of holds your hand and guides you through along a path. I'm not saying this is a bad thing because it it shows you through actions what you need to do like there is um guys waiting on you and then y'all you, need, you you have combat with them you have someone guiding you through a tunnel or under a, like a fort yeah, yeah it's an underground fort yeah you're going through an underground fort you're fighting all different kinds of guys dudes using bows some dudes using magic you you find dead bodies laying around various kinds of armor it it sets it up To show you what's been going on. Whereas Breath of the Wild. um, Link is a sleepy boy. He gets up. And then you're on a plateau. And you're like gosh. What to do? (laughs) Um, It doesn't tell you where to go. It gives you a. A breath to. Just explore. On the plateau. And eventually you'll either come across a tower or you'll come across the shrines. You'll figure it out from there, and I like that. It doesn't tell you where to go, but it's so easy to come across these things that it's like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to
0: yeah, and, you know, Breath of the Wild also, they take the time to kind of nudge you in the right direction as soon as you get out of the Shrine of Resurrection, which is the uh, the opening area. You know, they kind of nudge you towards uh, the, 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 the woodsman so that you sit there and you talk to him and you get information of what you're supposed to do next. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what you've got to do next, but what you're supposed to do next. Um,
1: yeah, it is kind of what you have to do next, though, because the whole beginning area is the tutorial area. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to do all that anyway in order to progress. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, but it's not like um, it's not putting you on like a hey, do this right away. I mean, you're not going to be able to leave the plateau, but like
1: it gives you a chance to take in everything
0: around there. It doesn't
1: have dramatic stakes like rushing
0: you. (laughs) Yeah, like Skyrim
2: (laughs) does within its first like five minutes of the game
0: i just want to give a quick shout out um to to skyrim vr with that opening sequence like um i don't think anyone. let me
1: ask does your head actually go into the chopping block
0: okay yes Uh, (laughs) that's so funny yeah so the way the way that it works is like it, it quickly fades to black and then when it comes back your head is on the chopping block Insignia and you're looking up, and that's when you see Alduin come down, just as you're about to get your
3: own head chopped off. That so game is a trip in VR, okay? Yeah, that scene was. I, I did that too, and that scene was actually a lot. Like, that was emotionally taxing to go through. Uh, Where, okay. like, on the Xbox 360, when I played it originally, it was just like, okay, this is what's happening. When it's my actual head on the chopping block, I was like, okay, I'm a little uncomfortable. I am so glad
0: to hear that you have played Skyrim VR because nobody else understands me when I say this stuff is huge when you see it face to face. These dragons are huge and scary. Those spiders are huge and scary. (laughs) I would
1: certainly play
0: those things
1: if I didn't have motion sickness.
0: Motion sickness is a thing. It is is very much a thing and it doesn't help. That the way that you've you've got to play Skyrim VR by streaming it from your desktop to a headset, uh, and where it impacts the visual quality depending on your on your, uh, your your the power of your rig. it doesn't doesn't always help, but that wouldn't be a problem for me. But uh, yeah, yeah, my I've I've still got kind of a lower end rig, but hey, yeah, you know, that's that's what it is. Um, so all right, Cass, let me get your thoughts on the presentation. Okay, so
1: I'm going to break this down into a few different categories. I think visually, I think both games have an art style that works specifically for both of them. Um and you don't have any sort of breaks in those art styles like what I'm saying is like everything looks like it should fit thematically with the game that they're presenting. Um but when it comes to me liking it more or not like i like the vibrant colors of breath of the wild a little bit more than the drab colors in skyrim and i think that's mostly a a problem with the setting in skyrim which i know a lot of people like a lot but uh if i were to pick a province of tamriel to base a game on it probably wouldn't have been skyrim (laughs) um mostly because like it's half snow and half autumn weather everywhere um which is cool i guess yeah
0: they kind of nail that
1: yeah like it, it it definitely looks that way for sure um but uh it's not my favorite province and neither was cyrodiil really um at least not the the version of Cyrodiil that we got.
0: I was gonna say lore Cyrodiil and actual Oblivion Cyrodiil. Oh, no, like, they changed the lore. <laughs> yeah, they changed like, the lore just for that game.
1: Yeah, like, and they had to write, like, multiple in-game books to explain that away. <laughs> it was so silly. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, like, uh, Cyrodiil is supposed to be a rainforest based more on, like, uh, Mesoamerican <laughs> types yeah. of uh, infrastructure than uh Roman infrastructure, yeah, no, well, it's it, supposed to be kind of like a mixture,
0: yeah, and now it's fantasy land it now
1: it's just uh you know uh discount tolkien uh,
0: yes, exactly, but I still love oblivion and I, I actually think I prefer oblivion's environments to Skyrims, uh but that's another discussion
1: that said i I do like um the way that Nordic ruins look. And I like that that sort of, like, architecture is present throughout the entire game, like, in areas where it makes sense for that to be in.
0: hmm
1: Like, Bethesda's really good at making sure that settlements look the way that they're supposed to based on the kinds of cultures that live there.
0: hmm
1: Even if they're not very good at executing on that being impressive. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's fair. And you know, I, I kinda like um the, the what the way that they present like some of the varied uh varied historical places in, in the visuals. Like, you know, you see a dwarven ruin and it's this cool like mechanical golden kind of uh kind of structure with brass. You know, yeah, it's brass with all these robots going around. It's you know, that I think that stuff is really cool and I like you know, seeing the tombs and how those are presented. And you know the the dungeon presentation in Breath of the Wild with the shrines and the uh, and the divine beasts is it's cool the first time you see it but then like as you do more of these shrines and do the uh do the, the 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 dungeon you know the the divine beasts it starts to become a little bit less impressive over time because that visual that visual variance and visual variety is not there
1: yeah uh, I would like to say that I feel that same way about both games um. I think there is way too much repetition in the dungeons for both of those games, but at the very least, like, this should go in the gameplay segment, really, but at least Skyrim rewards you better than Zelda does in that <laughs> yeah. particular uh,
0: yeah, category. Yeah. Um I,
1: I do not like Jeremy Sewell as a person, but I love his scores for Elder Scrolls. Um, and I think Skyrim is no different there. Um I, I think Oblivion has some of the best or not Oblivion, Skyrim has some of the best work that he's done. Like, especially like the out and about themes, like when you're just like out in town or whatever. Um obviously the music, like, for the main theme is a song that started as the main theme for morrowind and they just carried it forward to be the main theme for the series in general.
0: That's fine by me. That's a good theme.
1: Yeah, they added lyrics. It's good. Um, Everybody recognizes it now. Yeah. Uh, I like the music in Breath of the Wild as well, even if it's a lot more understated. Um, One of the best things about the music in Breath of the Wild is that it uses songs from previous games in the series. Um, Like, for example, uh, let's say Hyrule Castle. It's It's a really threatening version of the version of hyrule castle
0: from link to the past a really good theme um yeah this this might be a bit of a hot take but i actually think uh breath of the wild might have one of my favorite zelda soundtracks because you you go back and listen to it like i i could not tell you outside of the main theme i could not tell you which skyrim song is which I actually couldn't. I think they're good compositions and they fit the 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 the, the, the sequences very well. However, I can tell you what Terry Town sounds like. I could actually yeah. I I could tell you what the boss themes sound like just for the talus. Uh yeah, you know, I could definitely tell you what Hyrule Castle sounds like. I could tell you what the uh the Rito Village soundtrack sounds like. And um, I I talked to Daryl about this a lot. And, you know, a lot of the themes that they bring back and that they remix and intertwine into a lot of stuff is really, really good. Like, it's yeah,
1: like my favorite track in the entire game is the Rito Village theme. It's so good. Which uh, shout outs to Wind Waker, the best Zelda game. Um, It is the
3: best Zelda game. That's a, yeah, that's a good. See, game. we have
1: decreed it. Two of us have, <laughs> s- have spoken, and it is now true for all of us. <laughs> Basically, majority. Three of us have spoken. Uh, I'm, I'm okay, over. that
3: is majority.
0: So. I yeah. yeah, I'm over here in my Major's mass corner with my bedo, with here. my bomber's notebook. Get um, on the boat, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> jump on your king. <laughs> the quite literal boat. Get on I the have, get on the boat, man.
2: I have a preferred favorite. But Wind Waker is the best.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See. Anyway, like to <laughs> to go with this topic, um, I I kind of like the music slightly more in Breath of the Wild, but I will say that I really really dig the songs more in, or, or like not more in Skyrim, but I really like the atmosphere and the environmental music in Skyrim. Okay. It's more of a mood than it is a. Uh,
0: that's that's a, a theme. That's a really good way to put it. Um, yes. Anyone else? I, yeah. I would go for it.
3: I would totally agree with that. Like, Skyrim does a way, way, way better job of being just generally atmospheric all the time. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild has really good tracks, but you only hear them for like an hour out of the entire game. Yeah. Like, you get to those bosses, those bosses take five minutes, and then you're back into the field hearing the same piano trills for the next 20 hours.
1: If you want to hear more music, you basically gotta hop on your horse and make sure that the time is night.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. My, um, that's Um, my
2: biggest complaint about Breath of the Wild, is the, uh, impressionist piano that plays in the overworld.
0: It's it's really really
3: boring. It's yeah. Really boring. Okay. Well, let me ask you this
0: though. Would you prefer like a big bombastic Hyrule Field theme? Like yes. Would- yes! Yeah! <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. I love Ocarina of Time.
3: I wanted. I wanted Great Sea. I wanted Great Sea again for my yeah! huge trek across this giant landscape.
2: Yeah. Give uh. it.
3: <laughs> I bet. I, I don't actually know but I would be willing to bet that Koji Kondo wasn't on the soundtrack for Breath of the Wild. I don't I, think he was. Yeah, I don't think he... I, I, and it actually, shows. Well, I, I don't think he's been on a Zelda tra- soundtrack for a hot minute, because he, he's... Kinda, no, I think he was still on for Skyward Sword. That was not That was yeah, ten, at least the, in part. That was 11 years ago. It was basically the last Zelda game we got, though. Link Between Worlds. Uh, Breath of the Wild was like, what uh breath of the wild was years five, ago ago? five years yeah. ago
0: breath of the wild was five years ago um yeah I, I don't know what the hold up with the sequel is so um if any yeah at it, least like it's really
1: easy to tell how old skyrim is because uh from 2022 that means it's
0: 11 years old almost Yep, I remember that release date, 11-11-11, and I also remember a lot of people saying, oh, which one's going to win, Skyward Sword or Skyrim? Skyrim, And I'm like, they're nothing alike but Skyrim. And and also Skyrim wins, (laughs) that. And also Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez.
1: But yeah, like, uh, if I'm going to give it for presentation in any of these categories, I think Breath of the Wild probably edges it out a little bit more, but... um, I think Skyrim has left with more of an impact on me personally.
0: That's understandable. And
1: I say this as somebody who doesn't even think Skyrim is, like, in... Well, it's not even, like, my second favorite Elder Scrolls game. It's my third favorite Elder Scrolls game.
0: Oh, I feel the oblivion, love. Um, yeah, I think I would edge it out to Breath of the Wild myself. Uh, just over, you know, I love the presentation. I love the way that... Uh, the world is presented. I love how expressive a lot of the characters are when they actually get a chance to emote. Um Skyrim characters have a facial expression. Um Also uh Koji Kondo did not work on Breath of the Wild.
3: Okay, that answers that. Um And he also didn't work on like Between Worlds or Skyward Sword. So. Oh wow. So it goes back goes back well, further. He pro-
1: he composed the prologue that. for Skyward Sword. The prologue theme.
3: Yes.
0: So um Uh, Clint, Sophie, what about, what about you two, presentation-wise, which way you, you kind of, leaning?
2: For me? Uh, Breath of the Wild, definitely. Um, I, I'm not that big on Skyrim, mostly because I didn't care to play it enough compared to, like, uh, New Vegas, or, um, Oblivion. I love Oblivion. I don't care Skyrim.
0: I knew, I knew I saw something good in you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I recently replayed Skyrim, so I've got a little bit more love for it now, Yeah, even though I didn't complete it,
0: because re- nobody completes it in subsequent no, playthroughs. Yeah, I, I usually play for about 30 hours and I'm good, but I, 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 re- I had recently replayed the VR version, so a lot of it was still in my heads, but uh, thanks to mods, I spent a lot of that time in Bruma, which was really cool. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: mods make it.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Bruma
1: is incredible. Uh, shout outs to that team who does that stuff. I, I can't tell you. I think it's the Cyrodiil Rebuilt project.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyrodiil reborn or Rebuilt, something like that. Yeah, um, it great mod series, and so I
1: can't good. wait to see
0: what else they do.
3: Oh Lord. Uh Clint, which way you think you're leaning? So as good as as good as Skyrim's story is, and their stories in general, like the thing that I appreciate about Skyrim over Breath of the Wild is how much the characters feel like they live in the world. Uh, a lot of the characters in Breath of the Wild, I felt, just kind of like, were part of a town. Yeah, they're like uh, static whereas, NPCs, like something you'd find even in Ocarina of Time. They're right. walking
1: advertisements.
3: Yeah. In Skyrim, I was like, okay, this trader has a connection to this guy in this other city, all the way over here. And he works through this uh, cart guy, who will take me to that town if I pay him 20 gold and I love the way that Skyrim presents all of those little things where, like, the immersion of that experience is so cool. Uh, yeah. But even then, like, Breath of the Wild is such an experience. All the way through. It, it is an experience to be had. Whereas Skyrim, first and foremost, is a game. Like, it's got games, it's got quest lines, it's got all that. Breath of the Wild... All of its eggs are in the basket of being like this overwhelmingly beautiful composition, and so I've got to give it to Breath of the Wild. All right. Yeah,
1: I think you hit a pretty good point there. I think Skyrim is like way more gamified than Breath of the Wild is, which I guess we will discuss in the gameplay section. Oh yeah, which we're (laughs) that's going to
0: be a great segue. Yeah, we're we're about to get into it with gameplay of Breath of the Wild versus Skyrim. So I mean. It's weird because the, these games approach gameplay very differently, but also very similarly. You know, at all the same time, like Breath of the Wild with its with its overall like, which we'll get more into this in the world section. But a lot of the way that it kind of strings you along from location to location, and you know, shows you uh, what your your kind of objectives is by putting you in very uh high altitude spots and letting you look out upon this world and you know spot what you want to go do next and uh the Skyrim I never really got that feeling so like when you start going around and you start to explore um and you start getting into the combat and the mechanics um like it's 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 such a hard pick, okay? Because Breath of the Wild, like combat wise, um, and really in dungeon wise, like is both incredible, but also really frustrating all at the same time. Uh, with the stuff like, with mechanics like uh, breakable weapons, which was actually, it was that thing in Oblivion, so I was already kind of prepared for that. Um, I think
1: breakable weapons is probably my favorite thing about Breath of the Wild, but <laughs> y'all aren't
0: ready for that. It's uh, Okay, okay, so I think it has good things about it, and I think it has bad things about it. Here's what, here's here's the good stuff about it, okay? It forces you to really experiment with the different weapon styles that Breath of the Wild offers, because, and, you know, and that's one thing that I think it has very, very highly over Skyrim, is like, in Skyrim, if I swing a sword, if I swing an axe, if I swing a mace, it is all the same thing. Whereas, if I'm fighting with a, a sword, or a boomerang, or any variety of different weapons in Breath of the Wild, it's a completely different way to approach a situation. And when you have all these different tools at your disposal and you you approach a situation, you know, like a group of enemies, whichever way you want to do it, that weapon breaks, that's going to encourage you to learn your different weapon styles, okay? Um, however, the drawback for this is these weapons don't feel super exciting a lot of times when you find them because you know that they're going to break after about two battles and it also allows uh it does not allow for unique weapons outside of the master sword and the hylian shield to be obtained anywhere in the game so i feel like that kind of detracts uh, from a little bit of the uniqueness of uh of breath of the wild's weapons uh whereas in skyrim there's a Got a few unique, cool weapons here and there, uh, which feel a little bit more rewarding. Jack! Yeah, the Wabajack, right? It feels really rewarding to get that... To Listen be are to- the <laughs> cheesemakers! Oh, bless him. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Praise it, him! I can't deal with this tonight. I need more alcoholic chocolate milk <laughs> before I can properly deal with this. Oh, yes. but, uh But no, back to the point is... These unique weapons, you know, you you can find something that really fits your playstyle, even if it is, you know, the same as, like, all one-handed weapons are the same, all two-handed weapons are the same, so on and so forth. Um, finding those unique weapons feels a lot more rewarding at the end of a dungeon than,
3: like, another flame sword.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: So here's my thing, is, like, the first 20 hours of Breath of the Wild is one of the most magical gaming experiences you will ever have. Yeah. <laughs> everything is new. Everything is exciting. It's so big. It's so gorgeous. And once you hit that mark, once you've done like 30 shrines, uh, once you've, you know, taken out three or four Bacoblin camps, it gets really stale, really, really fast. Mm-hmm. I I I, can, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that too. Um
0: yeah, it, but, it Oh, go ahead, Cass.
1: I was going to say my favorite thing about breakable weapons in general is a sense of desperation and like you get that the most, I think on what's the place called, Eventide Island.
0: Oh yeah. my god. I,
3: I love it. That is uh, the best part of the game by like a Yeah, really I think it margin. is
1: literally it is absolutely the best part of the game and nothing else lives up to it like even from the beginning of the game like you're on the plateau so you're you're just learning everything but even tide island is you just scrab- or scavenge everything that you can find and almost none of those weapons have any staying power whatsoever no so you have to be clever with how you're do approaching things
0: especially in master mode i
1: wish yes. the rest of the game was like that <laughs> Like yeah, I have
3: to agree with you. I, I actually also like the weapon system for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, the breakable weapons is a really cool concept that the game itself doesn't back up in any way. Like, yeah. there there isn't really any benefit to getting yourself into combat. Outside of, like, I really want a Lionel Bow because it's got, like, a times five uh, spread... Uh, outside of that, there is zero benefit to getting into combat. Yeah. And and that's where the game fails for me. Like, it has pretty much actively discouraged me from doing the thing that the game should be centered around.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I'm going to give to Skyrim over Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild could have really and truly benefited from a traditional action
3: RPG leveling system. Yeah, could you imagine if there had been, like, a sword skills, uh, like, a leveling system? Give it that a skill tree. That would have been so, so good. Yeah, that that would have made from... Breath of the Wild the best action RPG of the decade.
1: And it's not like Zelda hasn't done that before, because Zelda 2 had a leveling system. It was extremely archaic and hard to understand. But it worked, it worked the game that it was. <laughs> yeah. Zelda 2? Um,
0: Zelda 2 was a I actually really love that about Zelda 2 yeah. is such an underrated game, and I would love to see its mechanics come back in some way. Anyway, I, I can see the floor.
1: <laughs> yeah, like um, I honestly really think that the fact that Skyrim was Diablofied is a huge point in its favor for, for that alone. Like, you feel like you're getting rewarded for going into combat, no matter what you're getting into combat with.
3: Exactly. It's-
1: Yeah, especially, like, if you're using the alchemy system and doing the crafting system the way that the game wants you to use the crafting system,
3: which is to break it wide open. I have never used either of those things to this day.
1: Boy, you're in so. You can
3: (laughs) do so many things in Skyrim that, like, a lot of players are never, ever going to touch. Because you can pick up a pickaxe and go into the mines and mine your own ore and then go back to the smith and build your own swords and yeah. that I, I i bet you 90% of players have never touched that i had all yeah
1: not only that there are spells you can get in the game that you can alchemize certain ores into other ores with you could yep. turn iron ore into silver or gold ore with certain spells
0: that's crazy and
1: just make money that way Yeah. So if you really want those fancy Orca Calcum uh, weapons that you can't get early on, you can buy them that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: Um, I think that the combat in Skyrim leaves a lot to be desired,
0: but it does
1: give you a lot of options, um, especially with the shout system, um, which I think might be underutilized somewhat because I don't know if a lot of players are switching from the Fusro Da. Which don't get me wrong is very good. Um, but there are several, several good shouts in that game that make combat different depending on what kind of build you've got.
0: Yeah, and you know, that that also kind of builds into the point of uh, the reward system that each game has. Like Breath of the Wild, you know what's waiting for you at the end of a in the end of a shrine. Because yeah. it's the same every single time, you know.
1: It's one fourth of a uh, of a ticket to get something.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, whereas Skyrim, God, there's no telling what you're gonna find at the end of this stuff. Oh you know? yeah. You yeah, like it's
2: always randomized. I think. Yeah. Well, not always.
0: But well, like, yeah, not always. But um, like all your all your uh, your word walls are are in the same place every playthrough.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and that can like when you really really utilize the shout system, that game opens up. And it's 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 crazy what you can do with that stuff.
1: Yeah, um, and I think the unique weapons in Skyrim beat Breath of the Wild like hands down,
0: easily.
2: Um,
1: easily, yeah. Like a lot of the legendary items that you get in Skyrim feel like legendary items. It, I mean, it, aside from the weird leveling system that they've got for them, at regardless,
3: at least there's at least, there's but a at least it has one. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> at least it's there.
1: Yeah, like, they all have unique effects that do something different and give you a want to favor a weapon, basically, um, which you can't really do in Breath of the Wild unless you're hoarding them. Yeah. And you're hoarding them is tied to you finding all these stupid little, like, plant guys acro- across the world. <laughs> and like taking them to the big plant guy Mm -hmm. and filling up your getting another square in your inventory (laughs) which also is a point that i have against pokemon legends arceus oh
2: yeah same (laughs) thing
1: it's literally the same thing um yeah (laughs) except it's just money in that case <laughs> yeah, which just- is better
3: I think it'd be better, it better. if it was literally just
1: money than uh, <laughs> finding these little dudes across the land which is half the like incentive for exploring
0: the land it, it, it cracks me up so much that Hetsu is playable in Age of Calamity and like he's the That's one so king- good. <laughs> his voice is so incredible um, I love it. I, 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 I'm a big fan of Age of Calamity but um I was going to give the floor to Sophie for a little bit because she hasn't really talked a whole ton about yeah. the gameplay, so lay it on us. Okay, so um,
2: Breath of the Wild doesn't have a hook shot, so that's a takeaway for me. Damn,
0: worst game um, ever.
2: <laughs> um, the combat in Skyrim is just like any other Elder Scrolls like Oblivion except like It's still fun.
0: Um, Magic sucks,
2: but like. Magic sucks in the
0: regular game.
3: Magic is a blast in VR. (laughs) Okay. Oh my god, yeah. Turn into friggin' Darth Sidious with lightning bolts (laughs) into your fingers. (laughs) That (laughs) is the most entertaining experience in gaming. (laughs) Um,
2: Okay, so. Yeah, there's obviously a difference, because I've not played the VR. Um, But as from what I've played. From the PS3 version and Xbox version, um, magic sucks. Shouts are cool. I like um, Sword and Shield. Um, the crafting in Skyrim is so fun. Smithing was probably my favorite thing to do in Skyrim, along with doing, like, alchemy and... What... Um, uh, enchanting. Enchanting?
1: Yeah. It's funny because like this is kind of the only thing I enjoyed about Fable 2, like the, yeah. the crafting system. <laughs> and like it's like just a part of the system in this game. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no no no. Like
2: um enchanting weapons in Skyrim, boosting them with like fire, frost, uh, like electricity or
1: other crazy or just effects. Other
2: things is insane. It's so fun. Um i I say this with Skyrim being my least favorite like Elder Scrolls game play- that I've played. I've only played two, so oblivion and Skyrim, there you go um uh, let's see. I don't like how frequently there's just well I mean, eh, dragons are fun to fight, but they're also a pain in the ass to fight uh Skyrim like uh like it was said previously once you've done like three or four buck camps it just gets so tiring
1: you mean breath of the wild
2: oh breath of the wild yeah my bad my bad um same thing
3: but (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what we're leading up to here guys exactly (laughs) (laughs)
2: uh but i do love the fun tricks that you can do in breath of the wild it's it's so silly what you can do with the <laughs> runes that you get and, like, the lightning rods that you get, or the fire ice rods.
1: It it makes the best speedrunning game ever. Made.
2: Oh, absolutely. You can do some crazy stuff
0: on Breath of the Wild. It, it, so fun. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> um,
0: Yeah, yeah. that's not something we haven't even touched on yet, was the uh, the the, the, uh, the sp- the tablet stuff. God, I can't think of it. Oh
2: yeah, the um, the runes or whatever you want to call them in yeah. Breath of the Wild. Chica the slate. Yeah, yeah, the Chica slate stuff. Um, they're so fun. Like freezing things for like a few seconds and then watching it launch. Um, knocking down a tree, freezing it, and then like hitting it with a hammer. Into a direction that you want to go. <laughs> and then hanging onto the tree. And then just launching yourself. That's so fun. Um, freezing a giant enemy. Wailing on them. And then seeing them fall back. That's fun. Uh, like. Shooting. Um, electric arrows. On the water. And seeing that giant. Like. Uh, electric bubble. Uh, destroy everything around it. And let's not forget, um, oh, we're going to be going into the world. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 we're worlds up next. Yeah. But, like, um, environmental effects. I'll I'll just talk about that in the world. But that's also cool.
1: Um, I'd say that's kind of gameplay. Yeah.
2: Because yeah, okay, like,
0: okay, okay. it really affects the way that you approach different situations.
2: I like the weather conditions in Breath of the Wild. Because it makes you have to think about what you want to... Put on to go through a certain area. And, <laughs> no metal equipment. Oh, yeah. And I love the aesthetics that you can get with some of these outfits that also help you. Like, um, one of the outfits you get in, um, like, the Ruta Village helps you float better.
1: Is that what it is? Uh, it protects you in the cold.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But there's, like, a certain, like, part
0: Oh, are you talking before. about the, uh, the the Zora?
2: No, 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 no,
0: no. Up in the Rito village? Yeah, the one that you get in the Rito yeah. village is the, the quill armor? Where it's like yeah. all the feathers and everything, and it protects you from the cold.
2: Yeah, there there's like a certain thing you have to do with a uh, Rito, where you're like jumping into the air and having to shoot all these targets.
0: Yeah, um, that was up at the uh, shooting range.
2: Yeah, that I <laughs> thought that was really cool. With Teba. Um, the The Zora armor super cool. Like I could go on about like the the you fashion. get the
1: HM waterfall that way. Yes, <laughs> but like the long short
2: of
3: it, um, there's no hook shot. It's a bad game. <laughs> you know, it's I'm funny good. that you talk about a lot of those things because it it is a lot of the things like the the system of the runes that makes the game feel less like an RPG. And more like a sandbox game to me. Yeah, it, it feels more like The Sims than it feels like Zelda it's just a lot not. of the times. It's just
2: It's an adventure game. It's more than an RPG. It's an adventure game. And that's what the basis of Legend of Zelda has always
0: been. Yeah. Yeah, Zelda's always been more, more heavily into the adventure genre than the RPG genre. I think... Also, yes. before, um to
2: compare Skyrim and Breath of the Wild on like a puzzle aspect, Skyrim puzzles. puzzles are baby. There's no there's no puzzles in Skyrim. Um
1: Legend <laughs> of oh, Zelda either.
2: is half an adventure game, half a puzzle game.
1: You wanna yeah. talk about puzzles? Yeah. You you wanna talk about either... my nemesis? <laughs> my nemesis in Breath of the Wild are those stupid ball
0: puzzles. <laughs> oh, I hate those. Oh I just flip the flip the floor upside
3: down and like yep. hit the ball. <laughs> hit the ball in the hole. <laughs> Yeah, just play ping pong with it and you're fine. <laughs> let me let me super monkey
1: ball that stuff and I'd be fine. But no, I have to do gyro. And I I feel like the only person on earth who hates gyro aiming.
0: I hate gyro aiming. I hate gyro aiming. That's that's the whole so bit, bad the whole I range. have I have shaky hands. It's terrible for me. <laughs> I actually when, when I first played through Breath of the Wild, it was actually on the Wii U because I couldn't grab a switch at the time of release, which, by the way, the Wii U version is really laggy. Uh, but I, I was playing with a pro controller and whenever I got to one of those puzzles, I had to swap over to the gamepad because the Wii U pro controller does not have gyro built in like the switch pro controller does only the gamepad. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So I had to like back out swap my controller over to the gamepad, do the puzzle, and then after I was done with the shrine, I got to switch back to my pro controller. That was a pain.
1: Yeah, look, I love Marble Madness, but this isn't Marble Madness. (laughs) This is if Marble Madness was controlled by, like, your brain while you're drunk.
0: (laughs) All right, uh, Cass, how are you feeling? Uh, Which one edges out in gameplay better, if you had to pick one?
1: If I had to pick one, I'm honestly going to pick Skyrim for gameplay. Um, Okay. Like, I don't think Breath of the Wild offers enough of the kind of thing I enjoy for gameplay over Skyrim. I think, obviously I'm not saying that uh, Breath of the Wild's a bad game in that regard, but I think... When it comes to me having fun with those games, like, and how long that fun lasts while I'm playing those games, it's gonna edge over to Skyrim. Because I feel like the build-up for the amount of fun that I get in Skyrim lasts longer than what I get out of Breath of the Wild.
0: Okay, okay. Sophie, which one would you pick?
2: Skyrim has a bunch of stupid stuff that can happen with its combat, and I love that, so let's (laughs) go with Skyrim.
0: Are you saying that Breath of the Wild doesn't have stupid stuff that can happen in combat? well uh, not compared to skyrim you can throw <laughs> you can you can throw a metal sword at an enemy and let it land next to them during the middle of a lightning storm and watch them all get electrocuted
2: you can also um you can't do that in skyrim sword with the magnetic and then just kind of swing it around and hit people
0: yeah and then you're thor
1: but have you ever watched somebody float into the air when they're not supposed to and then fly into the <laughs> distance w- when they're not supposed to in Breath of the Wild? I think not.
0: Okay, fine. Clan, what about you? <laughs> that is All
1: right. or, or, or a
2: uh, guard chasing you, trying to arrest you on land, but swimming.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what? That's too good. That's just straight up too good.
1: Uh... <laughs> totally intentional.
3: Oh, yeah, geez. Uh, the one thing we didn't talk about, but I think Breath of the Wild edges out for me, and this this isn't even... Skyrim wins for me in gameplay, but the boss battles in Breath of the Wild are way better than Skyrim's. Yeah. Skyrim's is just like, this is another enemy, and well, they have big. this spell, and they have a lot of health.
1: That's a dragon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, the only boss fight that I think is memorable in Skyrim... At all is Mirak,
3: like oh, at yeah, the end Yeah, that's a great
1: boss fight. But
3: Skyrim's bosses are only memorable for the narrative addition. Yeah, not for the actual combat. And I think well, that I think except for Mirak, where, it is.
1: where uh, like he yeah. actually like has an answer for all of your different play styles.
3: <laughs> yep, that's actually... but
1: like Breath of the Wild has. I don't like any of the uh, the spirit Ganon bosses, uh, the blights at all. No, um, but I think that the Ganon fight itself is really fun, and I honestly think there should have been more fights like the Koga battle. Yeah, because uh, yep, that was that was more in the spirit of Zelda to me than um, any of the rest of the game.
0: <laughs> oh, I got words about that there in the world section. So yeah,
1: anyway, Anyways. sorry, I didn't mean to take away from your time there. It's just uh, it's how I feel about that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's Skyrim for me. All right. Okay, so three for Skyrim. So, I mean, I'm I, I'm kind of all, just about in the same boat. You know, Skyrim has a lot of little mechanics that I wish Breath of the Wild had like a like a leveling system, like a better dungeon uh, variety. And a whole bunch of other little things like that. However, I think the combat is a lot more fun in Breath of the Wild overall. Uh, just with the way that the physics system is married to uh, to the weapon types. Uh, I do really like the weapon durability system. Uh, but I do like the unique weapons and uh, items that you get from Skyrim's dungeons. Making the exploration and the dungeon, dungeon diving a little bit more uh, rewarding. I... Um, I really really love the rune system of Breath of the Wild. It offers a lot of unique uh ways to interact with enemies and the environment that you're not going to get in any other game, especially not in Skyrim. And um it's to be honest with you, Skyrim doesn't have a golfing mini-game where you launch boulders into the golf hole.
1: No, you so, just create that yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you can't you can't launch them like you can in Breath of the Wild.
3: With Fusro Da, you can. Yeah, well, you sh- Sky- certainly can.
0: Skyrim it does Skyrim have
3: a played- speed-running minigame, though. Uh, yeah. okay. Part of the main quest.
0: But still, at the end of the day, Skyrim doesn't have a motorcycle, so it's Breath of the Wild for me. <laughs> not
3: so. without mods, it doesn't.
0: No, yeah, not, not without <laughs> mods.
1: <laughs> See, that would make it completely unfair if we brought in mods. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've seen some pretty cool Breath of the Wild mods, though.
1: Oh, I mean, I do like the idea that you can play CJ in Breath of the Wild.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could play Thomas the Tank Engine in Breath of the Wild, then it, it's going to win for me. <laughs> Toot toot. Uh, So
0: anyway, one of the cool things that I like about the gameplay of Breath of the Wild and really the dungeons is the way that you can interact with the world to solve a whole bunch of its different puzzles. And that's going to kind of lead us into the final section, which I think we're going to have the most words about. And that's going to be the world of each of these games. Um, The way that you can interact with the world of Breath of the Wild is absolutely stunning to me. The way that you can line up a bunch of metal equipment uh, in certain dungeons and then proceed to run the electricity from one weapon to the other to light it like to to activate a switch that needs power is crazy and when I started seeing everybody doing that stuff it made me realize how deep this world can be and just the amount of options that you have going into it and one of the things we didn't even talk about during the gameplay section was the fact that, uh, the mechanic of climbing is such a game changer with how you traverse this world. It is it is it is mind blowing because the way that Skyrim presents its world to you uh, is is you know a lot of times you're you're on the ground. And when you're up in the mountains, when you're up on these high vertical areas, a lot of times you really can't see the world because of environmental effects, which is fine because that fits with the theme of everything. Breath of the Wild takes that and dives into it. When you get to a high altitude, there are so oh. many, yeah, it's, there are so many crazy points of interest to look around and explore. It's, it's incredible. And I will never, I will never forget the time where I think I, I was actually telling you about this cast because I didn't want to spoil it. Cause I think I played breath of the wild before you, the first time that I encountered one of the dragons in breath of the wild. And there was, there was no cutscene. There was no big fanfare or anything. Just a soft beautiful song playing over this uh, very elegant, very majestic looking dragon as it was flying through the air was one of my favorite video game experiences I think of all time and I think that is all thanks to the way that Breath of the Wild has handled its world and how it's built its environmental storytelling. Um, It was just incredible.
2: That was... One of the moments where I was starstruck.
0: Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. Like I I just I just stopped and watched this thing and I never do that. Absolutely never do that. And I mean but I mean there's <laughs> Breath of the Wild also, you know, tying back into the world and it's that's a story that it's trying to tell. Breath of the Wild's biggest issue is the fact that the story all the most interesting parts of it take place a hundred years ago.
1: It's not even a part of the story of the concurrent game.
0: No, it's, it's, it's really not. But um, whereas Skyrim, you're very there, you're very in the moment, and you're starting to learn all this crazy history about. You've still
1: got a bit of that, though, in Skyrim, considering you're, uh, you're picking up on history that the previous games never actually hit upon because it takes place, what, 200 years in the future, or is it 100? From the uh, from
0: Oblivion. From Oblivion, I believe two hundred and one. Yeah, um, because so uh, you're
1: in a new era in general. Um, but I, it, the the story itself picks up immediately, and you're filled on on exactly what you need to know, and books explain the rest.
0: <laughs> uh, I too appreciate the lusty Argonian maid. Very. That's the
1: only important book. in
3: Exactly. I have a physical copy of that book now.
0: That's
1: amazing.
3: Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy.
1: <laughs> it has so few pages that I hope that it's presented in children's book fashion.
3: <laughs> I, I actually bought like the whole library collection, which has all the in-game books in text. So it's like this, it's four, three or four volumes of all this text. But that's yeah, lusty Argonian made is absolutely in there.
1: I As would a buy team. a book that was specifically just the 36 Sermons of Vivek from Morrowind, oh, uh, that's neither here or there.
0: <laughs> Cass is a, very much a huge Morrowind stan.
1: Morrowind's the only Elder Scrolls game to me. Uh, all this other stuff is stuff that I dreamed up while I was uh, eating pork rinds or something.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, in Lord. fairness, that's how the Bethesda office came up with it, too. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like M- Morwin was written literally on hallucinogenics, the rest is on pork rinds.
3: <laughs> are you saying that pork rinds are not a hallucinogenic?
1: Ooh, you may have a point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
0: Lord! So anyway, bringing it back, <laughs> um, environmental storytelling is also another kind of huge deal with uh, the way that these worlds present themselves. But I think for me, Breath of the Wild sticks out a little bit more in its environmental storytelling because, you know, you're you're coming back, you're you wake up and you start exploring this world that was destroyed 100 years ago. And so you get to see all the ruins of these civilizations that was there before. You get to see the ruins of Hyrule Castle Town and piece together kind of what happened. Um, You go and visit the ruins of Lon Lon Ranch. I remember finding that for the first time and I'm just like, what happened? This is oh man to see. This location from my childhood that you know growing up playing Ocarina of Time just in complete ruin was kinda of shocking. And then a lot of the implications of the uh the battle of uh of Akala Tower. Or, you know, of, yeah, Akala, Yeah, the Battle of Akala, where you know, there's like the last stand of Hyrule's forces, you know, took place. And you don't actually even get to see that until Age of Calamity. And so, uh, up until that point, you can only imagine what what goes down. And actually seeing that play out in Age of Calamity is actually insane. Um, So, a lot of that environmental storytelling for me, Breath of the Wild's world just... It really got me good.
2: (laughs) I like how there's a couple of um, Berserk references in Breath of the Wild as well. Because, like, I mean... The Soulsborne games are just Berserk fanfic all together, and you see this a million times. Heck, it's in Elden Ring, of course. But, like, it, it, it's... Even seeing Legend of Zelda do it, seeing, like, like destroyed, like, battlegrounds, giant swords into the ground, seeing a field-laid waste, and just the coblins walking around, or the giant um, guardians amongst the waste of everything is really just like I wouldn't say bleak, but um, it le- it paints an impression for sure.
1: Speaking of which, y- you mentioned guardians. Uh, let me just add that there is nothing in Skyrim that is as terrifying as a guardian is in, <laughs> in Breath <of> the wild. <laughs> At least in the early game until you figure out what the parry timing is and then you make them all into chumps.
0: Yeah, but then that doesn't matter in Master Mode. They fake you out there. Yeah, but I
1: don't think Master Mode has, like, Master Mode's not what I want out of a difficulty mode in Zelda because I do not want enemies to heal. I want, like, weapons to break faster.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I I had a big problem with that, even in the base game. That, like, the difficulty of the game was not in, like, combat, you know, playing Elden Ring recently, seeing how difficulty should scale in, like, how enemies attack and how fast they attack and how much time you have to dodge or think about your attacking. Uh, Breath of the Wild was just hit sponges, and even Skyrim to to a certain amount is kind of the same thing
1: yeah yeah uh with skyrim at least you have a little bit more in ways that you can circumvent that outside of running away yeah Um, with skyrim
3: you have a lot of a lot of places where uh if you've you know looked around enough you might have found a secret tunnel around and been able to set a trap uh for an enemy yeah release rocks If you've
1: been hoarding those stupid potions that you swear that you'll never use until (laughs) it's the perfect moment, like, oh wow, this is actually the perfect moment to use this potion, or (laughs) this scroll. Look at all these weak poisons I have. Yeah, look at all this that I can actually finally use, and it's so rewarding when that happens, and your inventory is completely depleted afterwards, but guess what?
0: You won. (laughs) I, I think that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And you know, what one thing that, you know, I think Glenn touched on earlier, you know with the world of of Skyrim versus Breath of the Wild. That is one thing that that's one thing that I'll give to Skyrim over over Zelda is yeah, a lot of these NPCs do feel like they live in this world. Um, you know, everyone's got, you know, more natural schedules. They've and, got a job. <laughs> yeah, they got jobs. <laughs> Uh, and then you've got Nazim, who's just like standing on the steps of White Run screaming religious propaganda at you. <laughs>
1: oh, no, that's not Nazim.
0: Nazim is the guy who asked. oh, to yeah, you the cloud district leader. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's of course I... you haven't yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy. I keep you're thinking that about guy. the guy that yeah, is, yeah, uh, you're right. Like
1: the, the street preacher,
0: Carlos, blood. Yeah. <laughs> And, no. and but you you know and that's another thing too is you can really feel the conflict that that skyrim is going through between the civil war uh and between the, I have the words about that <laughs> i have words about the civil war oh i'm gonna give you the floor on that here in just a second and the thalmor invasion because you know is seeing the thalmor just kind of go through and just play everybody like fiddles uh you know like with with all freaking every everything uh yeah it's it, it it feels like it really belongs, but why do you that... ha- why do you hate <laughs> the Civil War? Bef-
2: before you take this cast, may I speak okay, about yeah. it? Okay. Okay. So, um, the biggest detriment to Breath of the Wild is that there's no like, like the impending doom is there, but it's not there.
1: Nobody in the world cares about it. Yeah. But, like, well
0: the, okay, a threat? Okay, 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 but hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. It makes sense in the game, though, because that's been there for a hundred years. And, yeah. like, they, they, like a lot of the NPCs even say in-game, like, and they, they, they make you feel this way. Like, when you go to Hyrule Castle for the first time, when you finally work up the courage to go to Hyrule Castle and start going through, you really feel like you are not supposed to be there. And a lot of the NPCs Talk about how they go in and go treasure hunting, but the place is super dangerous. That that castle has been like that for a hundred years. Nothing has happened outside of the castle walls. Everyone talks about how they know they should not go nearby the castle because, A, there's tons of guardians and then tons of monsters. So they care, but they know better to not go there because they know they're going to get stabbed. Yeah, I love Mega Man Legends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Okay, so, like, this is, like, apropos of nothing, but the Civil War storyline in Skyrim, like, absolutely means nothing, <laughs> especially in this discussion where, like, we're we're talking, I mean, I guess it, it makes sense a little bit for the world building, but, like, the execution is so piss poor, it doesn't mean anything at all. Really, what it does is it changes the NPCs that you get, like in certain towns and the guard uniforms somewhat, for something that is supposed to be like the major conflict that Skyrim is going through. And it wouldn't be as bad if they didn't treat it as something important in the main quest (laughs) where you have to do this if you haven't done the Civil War plotline up until this point, you have to make these concessions for both sides, like, during the main quest. And it feels like if you were at the negotiation table at the end of a war, but everybody on every side was an idiot, and they just accepted whatever you, you gave them, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, it's World War One. <laughs> um, and it doesn't mean anything at all. So, there's like, there are these implications that you get from Thalmor journals saying that, uh, oh, yeah, they've been using, or they've been allowing Ulfric to do his thing because he's a, uh, he's like a, a spanner in the works, or whatever. He's he's a, a wrench in the gears. But, you don't really get anything from that because the game never explores that. Instead, they it goes straight to the the world-ending threat, which, you know, fair. Sh- they should do that. But you never get anything after that. It's all based on your headcanon, where that goes afterwards until the next Elder Scrolls game comes out.
0: Because the, next the DLC years. sure don't
1: do anything to do, or uh, have anything to do with that.
0: No. It's all,
1: it, it's It's a side adventure, adopting kids, and then uh, the Antichrist attacking you. (laughs) Oh, jeez. This, again, this was apropos of nothing. Um, Really has nothing to do with any of what we're talking about right now, but I had to get that off my chest. I hate the Civil War storyline, and it really should have had a third option where I killed both factions. (laughs)
0: Oh, just like... Where's my yes-man root? <laughs> Alright, so, okay, so you, you say that you hate the Civil War quest line. What, how do you think that, you know, compare, all right, comparing the main quest story from Skyrim, and to be honest with you, I would kind of, like, given how they're somewhat connected, I would almost lump in the Civil War quest line with the main quest line of Skyrim. Because Even
1: given all that, I don't think Breath of the Wild has a story so I'm giving it to Skyrim.
3: <laughs> yeah. Breath of the... Okay, no, I'd like, I'll give you that statement, because Breath of the Wild has a story, but its story does not take place in the game, and that is the biggest problem.
1: Yeah, it's all the backstory.
3: Yep. Yeah, it's uh, that's why I... It's, like, it's literally like happened. Everything you haven't that done you anything. For-
0: yeah,
1: literally everything you get for the majority of the, the the story is flashbacks. Like the only thing you get that carries the story forward is when you're meeting the new champions, which it, you know, it it's nice to some degree, but like there's so little of it that it doesn't feel like it matters. Like of course I I ship Link with Prince Sidon, but like at the end of the day, what does Prince Sidon matter to the rest of this plot?
0: I mean, I think we can all agree it would be better, yes, if Prince Sidon played more of a role, which if you want more Sidon, play Age of Calamity. There's lots That's of That's a Sidon. different game, Cody. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna keep plugging it. Um, but yeah, and, you know, I, I I agree with, you know... Play it on PC. <laughs> you could probably get better performance on the Steam Deck, but uh... <laughs> probably true. Yeah, it was not, not even probably true. It's been proven. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so it's it, yeah i'm, I'm kind of right there with 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 you guys it's breath of the wild's best portion of its story is a and its environmental storytelling and the stuff that happened in the past and uh you know that's it's almost why like in some ways you know i brought up age of calamity a lot age of calamity in the in, in the here and now story portion of it even though it kind of goes wildly off the rails with some of the crazy retcons, well not even retcons but alternate timeline stuff that they do is almost more compelling than breath of the wilds uh linear story, or not or main story because it's got that urgency there and skyrim like it's i I'm i'm really conflicted on it because like I like the characters of Breath of the Wild a lot more than I do almost anybody except Yara Balgriff in Skyrim.
1: Hey, no. I-, I think the only, like, character that anybody actually cares about in Skyrim is Parthenax.
0: Exactly, and that is why... And that's why
1: there are specifically, like, mods to, to like, not kill Parthenax.
0: Well, that's exactly. The-, the-, the load order is sparing Parthenax and then the unofficial patch. That's just how it is. Um... <laughs> But yeah, over overall, like, you know, outside of a couple of different characters, I like. Oh, sorry. Shea Gorath. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Shay Um, I like Breath all of the Wild. All the Cat. lords. Hush, I'm trying to talk about how much I love Urbosa. <laughs> <laughs> you have the floor. OK. Yeah, if we knew that's where you were going. Well, if y'all would listen. <laughs> no, like, actually, I really like all the champions. And, you know, at least their spirits do have a bit of a presence in the in the current timeline. Uh, however, I do wish that we got to do more stuff with the newer champions, because I think outside of Yanobo, who is the Goron that you all forgot about
3: until I just mentioned his name.
1: Um, oh, I, I remembered him because he's the only one that, like, anybody cares about aside from Sidon.
3: Yeah, he's the only one of the terrible new champions I got to actually throw into the side of a him. <laughs> <out there. laughs> uh, I like Riju, though, and she's got the best sand seal. Um, Riju is fine. Sidon is the best. And Teba is actually really great. Yeah, I I like Teba. Um, it just he's not as good as
0: Falco though.
3: <laughs> not as not
0: as good as Falco. Like, it, <laughs> oh, I, I, you need to play Age of Calamity because those two actually get screen time together, and it's great. Um, And it's the characters of Breath of the Wild, you know, especially like characters like Urbosa, where you get to see how, you know, she's got this connection with Zelda's mother and you learn kind of a little bit what happened with Zelda's mother beforehand. And um, it's just it's it's really cool. And honestly, the trip through Hyrule Castle, where you can kind of see how how a lot of things went down, like you can you can really piece that all together. Uh, as you kind of work your way through all the, the the inner chambers of the castle. And the fact that you've got so many different methods of entering this castle. You can go through the front gate. You can go through the back door. You can go literally wherever you want. And it's just, I, I don't I don't know. Like it's, bro. I just don't think it's enough
1: when it comes yeah. to the, the story. I'm in that boat. Like, I like everything that it shows you. But, like, the problem is it it's kind of like not putting enough garlic in a dish. Um, You need more for it to really <laughs> hit.
0: <laughs> you need more, okay.
1: You need to double the garlic.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, more, I, I kinda more, opened, more. Opened, I kind of opened with this idea that Breath of the Wild is an experience more than it is a game. And I think the narrative storytelling and the world and the exploration just furthers that idea. You know, getting to see the stories and the characters in the world, the new champions, the way that they take up the mantle, uh, all of those things I think are really good, but I think that they're so much less than they could have been because you're not actually experiencing those things.
1: Which is something that I hope Breath of the Wild too, like, deals with considering like it's now in the present
3: i mean it's they all yeah i was gonna say they almost have to right that game very much appears to be taking place in the present like link is actively (laughs) reacting to something that's going on which is going to be a really good thing because i think that's when it comes down to it i think that's something that a lot of people would have liked out of breath of the wild Uh, oh
1: absolutely yeah more stories happening in front of you instead of being yeah. told to you.
0: Yeah, I, I, I remember when, um, when Breath of the Wild was being released and we got the, uh, the uh, admittedly incredible story trailer at, e- at uh, the, the January presentation in uh, yeah. 2017. Oh, I think uh,
1: we all watched it over and over again. <laughs> I, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll fire it up still from time to time but i remember watching that trailer and thinking i'm like okay this all looks really cool the story trailer looks really cool i think a lot of this is all flashbacks and i ended up being right and i kind of wish i wasn't right but there's i don't know there's uh, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start ra- you know we're we're, we're getting kind of long i'm gonna start kind of wrapping up my final thoughts on the world and the story i do think i like breath of the wilds world and even its story a little bit better because i do even if, you know, you don't get to interact with them a whole time, I do really enjoy the characters of Breath of the Wild. And I love the the the, the environmental storytelling. And uh, you, you also never see something like a Divine Beast of to really of that scale. You know, opinions on the dungeons inside the Divine Beast aside, um, seeing these huge like Megazord almost ancient machines... Uh, Just going and doing their thing. I remember kind of the first time that I went over the the mountaintop and I saw Vana Boris uh, out stomping around in the desert for the first time. I was my my jaw hit the floor and it was the same thing with the dragon. And it was the same thing with um, getting into Hyrule Castle for the first time and just feeling, okay I should not be here and just going to all of these different crazy locations. and. Uh, working your way through the world, trying to find all the shrines. Um, dungeons are are done better in Skyrim, I think. You know, I I, I feel comfortable saying that.
1: Yeah, and I don't but, even like the dungeons in Skyrim yeah, that I, much. Yeah, but I
0: absolutely I, I, agree. I don't either, but I also really appreciate the way that Zelda brings in the environment and gives you those options to solve puzzles. Because there's there's never there's never one way to only one way to solve a puzzle in Breath of the Wild. And a lot of that is just through environmental aware- awareness knowing what the you know, what is around you with the world and what you can do with everything that you're given. For me, I I, I have to give it to Breath of the Wild. All right, who, who wants to go next? We'll give it to our guest.
3: You have the floor, Clint. Okay. Well I want to give it to Breath of the Wild because the story. And the characters all feel so special uh meeting you know the old champions and the thing the one flashback and I hate i I, I absolutely hate that this is a flashback and not a real time cutscene is the uh the time the flashback cutscene with miFA as. Her and Link are sitting on the trunk uh, and sharing this moment together. That's like that's the most raw, emotional, beautiful moment in the franchise by so much. And I I love that so much. And I felt cheated that. I didn't get to actually experience that. That Link had to be reminded of that moment. Uh, and maybe now, that's I, a little bit of the beauty of the game, is that you get to like relive these moments uh, and get to give these characters a second chance to shine. But not getting to see them shine the first time, just, it, it was really disappointing to me. Uh, and in Skyrim... I felt that the world felt so conjoined that every character, no matter how far on the map you went from a different place, that there's a character who has family in or trades with or is connected to a guild in this different town. uh, And there's so much interconnection with the world. Everybody knows who everyone is, where everything is. uh, And I just felt like that, was done so much better. Like the world existed to interconnect with itself. Yeah. Uh, so the, much better in Skyrim.
0: And the quest lines are done a lot better in Skyrim too.
3: The, oh, the quest absolutely. lines,
0: yeah, absolutely. Why even, even for like
1: minor quests.
0: Yeah, that's why I didn't even bring it up, because it's I mean I love Breath of the Wild, but that's that's a that's a no contest. I think like Town is like the only one that's that's really tip top. You know, you got to, you got uh, Terrytown and Even Island are like the yeah. only two that are like tip top. Yeah, you got to do this.
1: Like, you don't need a talking dog in Breath of the Wild that you have to bring back to a god
3: that is having a a, a lover spat with him. <laughs> oh, there's so many good things. You know, getting the mace, uh, walking into the the one building inside the Dwemer city, uh, and having to kill the one guy with the mace and forging the the connection with one of the Daedra uh, and all of that. Like there's, there's so many fun, interesting, morally challenging things in Skyrim and the basis of that, like with the thieves guild and the dark brotherhood and all that. I (laughs) I just love, I love those (laughs) quest lines so much more than the main story. What
1: other game makes you feel super good for killing an old lady?
0: (laughs) I can't think of one. Resident Evil Seven. Um, <laughs> so I don't feel as good for killing Ava as I do Grela.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh lords! Um, so, oh yeah, my my vote my vote is for Skyrim. I I think that its story is just more overarching. It's more intertwined, uh, and I just think it executed itself better. Okay, all right, uh, Sophie, you have the floor.
0: What? <laughs> sorry uh world final thoughts world oh okay sorry like (laughs) were you asleep no 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 i
3: i was thinking about um, that mipha scene again
2: oh no 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 no. i i heard all that she had a
1: lot of cider
3: oh
2: okay yeah um i was drinking cider and i had to go blow my nose and then like i'm like gone but um Comparing the worlds, uh, Skyrim has better overall, like, active storytelling than Breath of the Wild, and that's my choice, but I will not knock, um, Breath of the Wild for its vibrance of its world, and, uh, it's, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, guys. Makes me um it makes me wish that like we could get a uh, nausica
1: esque um Zelda game. Oh. Oh, uh, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> add more giant bugs to open world games.
0: <laughs> uh that's a that's a campaign we could all get behind.
3: <laughs> Elden Ring kind of did that. Yeah. I was going to say, that kind of seems like a Dark Souls thing. The
1: Witcher 3 kind of did that, too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Oh, jeez. Alright, Cass, uh, bring us home for the world.
1: Okay, so... Obviously, I have, like, a connection to these Zelda characters in general. Uh, My first Zelda game was the first Zelda game. uh, Because I was of that age to play it when it came out. Um, Or at least not when it came out, but, like before the Super Nintendo came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but I don't think there's enough to Breath of the Wild's world for me to give it the points over to uh, like over Skyrim. I think like Clan was like uh, alluding to like the world's a little bit emptier especially like in how things are connected to each mm-hmm. other. Um There's definitely a lot in Breath of the Wild that could have been improved on just by maybe, I don't know, uh, having the setting be a little bit different, I think. Because it makes sense for the world for the characters to not be as interconnected as they would be in a later Zelda game. Mm -hmm. Because everything is... Topsy-turvy, and it doesn't seem like a lot of the regions like have any interconnection with each other um, outside of the Terrytown questline. line. Um, and Beetle, I love Beetle. Beetle's great. I-, I love Beetle. I love, like I said, I, I love the characters in Breath of the Wild. Um, I think almost all of them are more memorable than characters in Skyrim, but the fact that the world feels more put together in Skyrim leads me to put it another point in that basket. I just don't think that the world of Breath of the Wild has enough going on for it outside of meeting Koroks for me to want to go see that next Vista. (laughs) Um... And that's also a knock against Skyrim, because like I-, I think seeing the next Nordic ruin, like after you just climbed out of a Nordic ruin is pretty boring. But at yeah. the very least, I can expect that instead of um I don't know, a fourth of a ticket to get an HP up, I I might be able to find some cool item or meet somebody that I haven't met in my previous Skyrim playthroughs.
3: Yeah. See, my favorite thing with uh my theory with Breath of the Wild is that there should have been there should have been 20 shrines that were all like the plateau ones. Every yes! single one has a rune. All of them are items. That's where all the items in the game are. Uh-huh. That would and have been so have much all better than those things. Yeah. Like if they had done that, Breath of the Wild would have been way better for me, I think. Like they could have implemented pieces of hearts and taken stamina completely out of the game uh, and it would have been perfect
0: yeah, I think yeah. sta- I think stamina is think-
3: necessary given the climbing and the
0: gliding which gliding is another mechanic which is just so good but we didn't really get
3: to talk about it but there's only so much you can talk about in these kind of discussions Yeah, yeah. I, I think gliding has a place I think that could have been a timer separate that didn't need to be stamina I don't think that running and climbing should be limited in a game that's that big and so relies on your exploration and, the, the,
0: weather. <laughs> no,
3: and yeah, the weather. Oh, god, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the
0: the rain causing you to literally not be able to climb. I I have yeah. to wait like
1: 24 hours for this rainstorm to end to even continue the game. And, and it's <laughs> so
3: much harder to do that than it is in Skyrim where you just press the back button and or you just the get a horse.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Or you just get a horse.
1: Yeah, where you get a horse and you yeah. you don't care about like physics <laughs>
0: <laughs> trifles. So, okay, so here's here's real quick before we before we wrap up our final final thoughts. Physics tier list: Skyrim, Breath of the Wild, then Skyrim VR. That's the th- yeah. that's the physics tier list.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Is the physics en- uh, engine not as good in Skyrim VR, or is it? Just no, no, more no, no,
0: like- no, no, no. Skyrim VR has the best physics.
3: Oh, okay. Because
0: okay. you because you can grab a dead like a dead body and just chuck it.
3: Oh. Yeah, it's I don't r- think Skyrim VR. I I didn't play a lot of it. Like I didn't run into any trolls, but I would be shocked to find that it was throwing you around nearly as often because that would kill people.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I really really wish that there were gravity spells that the enemies can use in Skyrim, <laughs> like especially for VR.
0: Oh lord. Mm. You gotta yeah, take an not. express,
1: like express rocket ship on the Giant Express.
0: <laughs> oh man, the Skyrim uh, space program, <laughs> gotta love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the real blue sky.
0: All right, so I think we should probably get into our final thoughts here and get this wrapped up. Um, so uh,
1: my vote was for Skyrim, by the way. Well,
0: well yeah, yeah, that yeah, wasn't... yep, yep. We got it. So all right, so final thoughts. You know, if we had to pick one to win overall which one would you give it to now we're each going to cast a vote and uh, twitter.com uh, has selected <laughs> <laughs> has selected a game of the 19 people who voted on our twitter poll um, so and that 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 vote will go towards the last one and i do have to note um, the game that won the twitter poll won so by one vote wow so Dang. it was that's it, how it
1: works here
0: yeah that is how it works here so um, Let's do Sophie, Cass, myself, and then we'll let Clint wrap us up. And then I'll reveal the Twitter results uh, right after. So, uh, Sophie. Overall? Yeah, overall.
2: Uh, I hate to say it, but Skyrim.
0: You're off the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have some bad news, Cody.
0: You are also off the show. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? You're back on the show because you have bigger knives than I do. Um, (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. So why do you select Skyrim?
2: Why do I select Skyrim? Yeah. Well, um, Breath of the Wild, everything is given to you on the plateau. And then after that, it just feels like that over and over and over and over. Not saying that that's like Skyrim's also guilty, but there's just so much going on in Skyrim that you find something new all the time. And again, that's not not saying that Breath of the Wild doesn't but there's more in action with Skyrim. Um it's it feels like you're in it. Breath of the Wild does it. So, I'm going with Skyrim.
0: Okay. Alright, I guess. You, you really took that hook that hook shot to heart, didn't you?
1: I did. <laughs> I mean, it, it's only the greatest Zelda item to ever exist. Yep. Absolutely.
0: You know what, you're right. Um, and then <laughs> right after that is the top from uh, Twilight Princess. The spinner! <laughs> the Beyblade! <laughs> the yes, Beyblade. please! <laughs> Alright, Cass, uh, tell us why you're wrong. Well, I, I'm
1: correct because I'm always right. Um, <laughs> but in but to lower myself to mortal standards, uh, <laughs> I am correct in Skyrim being correct uh, as the uh, the true answer here because of the criteria that you chose for this show.
0: <laughs> to get equipment <laughs> stuff?
1: No, like. Uh, just the the way that we frame this uh, this episode uh, based oh, on yeah. presentation and gameplay and uh, the world, I have to hand it to Skyrim, and it, it's sad because like Skyrim's not even close to my favorite Elder Scrolls game. Um, <laughs> it's
2: not, even, it's not I, even close to one of their favorite games, I don't
3: think. Yeah. It, Breath of the uh, Wild is apparently also not your favorite Elder yeah, Scrolls game. Yeah, so. it's, it's very. Yeah,
1: Breath of the Wild's definitely not that, and it's nowhere close to my favorite Zelda game. Um, don't get me wrong; I have a lot of love for Breath of the Wild, and when I played it, it was incredible. But, I mean, Skyrim was also incredible when I first played that too. Um, I'm I'm trying to look at this from a as much of a 2022 perspective <laughs> as I possibly can based on my own tastes and how they've evolved, and giving a little bit of lip service to how I felt about it back then. um, I still honestly think Skyrim is probably the better game. Um, There are so many things that Breath of the Wild does better, but the whole package goes to Skyrim. And I hate that, because... uh, (laughs) I think Skyrim is responsible for a lot of the bad trends in gaming today. <laughs> so, thank you, Cody, because, like, even though <laughs> I, uh, I-, I feel like I, uh, I chose the winning side here, I still lost. <laughs> <laughs> My God.
0: I should really put you through the ringer and, like, next gonna quit versus, is gonna be Morrowind versus Elden Ring. Um...
1: Oh, well, I mean, like, I'm still going
0: to choose Morrowind
1: regardless. Oh, okay. Well, well,
0: there we go. Solved. Uh, So I when I first played Skyrim, okay, I played for about five hours before I got bored and started a new character. And honestly, the same kind of thing happened with uh, with Oblivion, where it took me it took me one test character and then another character to kind of come to grips with the game and for it to finally click. Um however Skyrim, like, I, I love the game, and I've dumped hundreds of hours into Skyrim. Uh, and I think it's a really, really good game, and really deserving of all the praise that that it is. Um I can't go back and play it without modifying it in some way, shape, or form. The closest way that I would you could get me to go back to playing vanilla Skyrim is going to be the VR version. And even that I have already modded. Uh, Skyrim, uh, it, it, as much as I love it, it has, it has really started to show its age for me. The visuals in an unmodded Skyrim outside of the some of the environments don't hold up to what I would I would want. The, the, the drab just gets to me a little bit too much. Um, I love how interconnected the world feels, but I don't feel connected to any of the characters. Whereas Breath of the Wild, when I first started playing that game, it was magic from the get-go and i was instantly in love with the world with the gameplay with with everything and of course as that honeymoon phase has ended i've noticed you know yeah there are some things that i would like to see uh improved in a sequel because yeah the game does have a lot of growing room uh like adding a leveling system um and just tweaking some of the overall game but i have absolutely got to give it to breath of the wild just for Really giving me, for the first time in probably 10 years, a sense of genuine childlike wonder in exploring its its entirety. So, Breath of the Wild for me. So,
3: alright, Clint. Alright. Uh, I mean, I've thought long and hard about this. If you had asked me which game I thought was better in March 2017... It would have been an easy answer. I I would have easily, without a second thought, said Breath of the Wild. Because the first experience with that game is a a magical thing. Getting to run around Hyrule and use these runes and find these shrines and experience this story for the first time is... It's an experience like almost no other that I have had in my gaming history. Uh, And it was really special. It was really special. But then I went back and played Master Mode. And it just didn't click. I didn't... It was the same shrines. It was the same weapons. It was the same enemies with more health, which is not an upgrade. And regenerating Uh, health. Yeah, it was, it was all the same. Like, there there wasn't anything that changed. There wasn't anything that felt like I needed to experience this a second time. Uh, I felt no need to look out Koroks. Uh, I didn't even want to do it for the weapon space. I didn't want to go out of my way to spend 40 arrows to shoot down a couple balloons to get a Korok seed. It wasn't worth my time. Uh, And that's where Breath of the Wild hurt me the most. I I felt like, ultimately, a lot of the game just didn't feel like it was worth my time to explore. And Skyrim, to a certain extent, is the same way. There's a lot of caves that I'm never going to go into. There's these nameless, you know, mines and robbers caves that i'm never gonna explore i'm not gonna go into those uh but there's so many more stories there's so many more characters that feel involved that feel lifelike in the world uh and that that was the magic in skyrim to me that has me coming back to that game every so often and oblivion does it better but skyrim has that you know to such an extent that Even today, you know, so many years later, I can go into that game and I can experience a completely different playthrough than when I first played it, than when I played it the second time. Uh, I still haven't played through the main quest of that game. I've played through the Dark Brotherhood, I've played through the Thieves Guild, I've never seen the end of that game myself. I mean, I've seen it in, like, speedruns, but that's something I still have to explore in Skyrim, and I don't have that in Breath of the Wild. Uh, So as far as games, and, like, the breadth of what a game is, Skyrim easily wins that for me. Dang. Easily.
1: Well Uh, said.
0: (laughs) Alright, so, uh, the final vote, of course, goes to Twitter. And, uh, we didn't have anybody leave any comments or anything like that. So I, all I have is just the raw numbers. But, uh, Breath of the Wild actually won
3: the Twitter poll, uh, by one vote out of 19. That is so much closer than I would have expected. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's.
1: Especially for our own, uh, audience. Yeah.
3: It's, yeah.
0: Yeah. We, we, we've got a pretty Nintendo centric audience because, uh, like even like a lot of the listeners started listening uh because I, I it was i was originally a smash bros channel so we've got you know definitely a lot of uh uh a lot of nintendo folks in the uh in the discord so but okay so yep I, fine skyrim wins over breath of the wild i don't agree with it <laughs> at all oh <laughs> uh, wow just rub it in why don't you The people are wrong. (laughs) Best Thesda. Oh, yeah, Todd Howard. What? I
1: I, love democracy. I I hope you all are
0: happy, because now Todd Howard is going to come
3: and kiss you to bed at night. Um. Ah, yes, please. (laughs) Does that mean I'm going to get kissed to bed at night? That's great. That's
0: an upgrade. All right, well... That will wrap us up for the first installment of Gidequid Versus. Uh, I like this because there was a lot of great discussion. Uh, Clint, thank you so very much uh, for coming on, talking with uh, with this about, uh, you know, talking with us about all this. You know, you, you're so, you're very knowledgeable and you're very well-spoken, and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um,
3: where can everybody find you? Yeah, uh, so if you go on Twitch, uh, I don't know if you guys throw stuff in the show notes. You could out, yeah, feel yeah. free to throw my Twitch and stuff in there. Uh, but like I said, I got a podcast, Hindsight, uh, and my other podcast, Alter Narratives. Uh, but otherwise, I hang out on the New Game Plus podcast Discord pretty much every day, nonstop. So you can definitely find me there uh, and any of the places that I make stuff. So
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you, I will be... Uh, leaving all of Clint's links down in the show notes below, uh, so you can go say hi. uh, You know, definitely go give his uh, Twitch stream some love. He's been playing through Mega Man, and uh, as we are the Get Equip podcast, we very much support anybody who plays through Mega Man games. (laughs) So, um, all right, well... That's going to wrap us up for the evening. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we've mentioned it before, but we do have a Discord community. If you'd like to come chat with us, we like to talk about music and food and all sorts of games. And you can, you know, maybe come and back me up, you know, show Breath of the Wild some love and not be part of the haters club. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, but this this has been great Um, uh, here coming up soon. I'm starting the planning phase, so you will be uh, be able to go ahead and start sending stuff now. If you want to follow us on Twitter at GetEquippedShow, we are going to start planning our second episode of Rate That Thing. Yeah, um, gonna have a guest host on again. I've got a couple of people that up that I'm talking to. We're gonna try and try and work it out. Uh, but this uh, this theme for this installment of Rate That Thing is going to be uh, your send me your favorite video game commercials from the year 1999 and before
1: i've I, been waiting
0: for this oh story. it's gonna be a good Amazing. one oh it's gonna be a good one uh last time we did you know video game cartoon intros and that was a blast uh and probably my favorite episode we've ever done uh but send those over to us you can you can dm it to us at get Equipped show or if you want to join our discord you can drop it in a dm for me uh, and I will make sure that you know. Pending, we don't have a ton of these flood in, which I don't. I don't expect us to, but you never know. Uh, the only we, I've had one submitted already. Uh, Decoy made claim to a certain commercial very quickly. <laughs> he told me okay. he's like, "Hey, I'm not going to be on the next show. This is my entry. You write it down." <laughs> so he he's got claim to that. So it's yes, that's is that right. Yep it's it's a real fun real fun game show. So send those send those my way. Uh, I can't wait to see what you all send in to us um but yeah so thank you all so much for listening i hope you all have a great night Clint, thank you so much for joining us and take care Bye-bye.
3: bye 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 bye